to The Pursuit, the podcast that discusses all things dating, relationships, and personal development from a faith perspective. In the fabric of life, every thread represents a phase, a season, an interval of either waiting or moving. The waiting part often feels like the most challenging of patterns. Be it waiting for love, success, answers or change, the stillness can be heavy. When it comes to relationships, this is especially true as when applied to waiting on God and His timing, we must relinquish control of what we think is the ideal timing and fully trust God. Today's episode is entitled, In His Time, where we'll explore what it means to wait on God, what to do in the meantime, and what signals to be on the lookout for so you know when the wait is over. Let's embark on the journey to unearth the divine lessons embedded in our solo season and harness them, not just for personal growth, but also to fortify our faith. We appreciate you spending this time with us, and I hope you have a great time. Enjoy. Hello, my name is Josue Peralta. I'm here with my sister, Abby, and my buddy, Mike. How are you guys? Good, We're good. good. Gucci. Gucci. <laughs> it's wednesday so it's wednesday halfway yeah. through the week recording day i have a question for you all uh what would you say that has been the best phase of your life the best phase yeah best phase of your life are you talking about like just in terms of like young like from the time we were born all the way up to <laughs> yeah. now yes okay hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, i don't know if you mean like accomplishment wise or something all of the above okay um, yeah shoot, man. here I, or i guess i'll go first I so i guess the best phase of my life has been since 2020 when my business first took off i guess that was the worst year for everybody but one of the best years for me i kind of or i guess my life took an entire like different direction um as soon as i or as soon as the business took off and as soon as i started traveling um, I feel like I even changed a little bit. Um, I mentioned in earlier episodes too that like I kind of learned how to be alone during that time. So that's kind of opened new doors for me that I otherwise wouldn't have opened. So I guess this season of travel and business has been probably the best um, of my life so far, which is kind of a privilege to be able to still be kind of in the middle of that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um I'm kind of like you. I think right now is the best chapter of my life. I feel like I've come to a place of inten- intentionality and more self-acceptance and um, just being present. And I feel like that has allowed me to enjoy more what I have around me and also just to be able to open myself to discover new things about myself and just the world. So I'm, I'm enjoying today. What would you say something you've discovered about yourself now that you mention it? Um, well, let's say for today, for example, um, I got a pedicure for the first time. 
and you know that might be weird <laughs> right Bravo. i'm 26 That's you know fine. but like you know it's a it's a it's a regular female thing to do but i feel like growing up with siblings i was mm-hmm. more like a town boy um in the sense of like i, I wouldn't do those girly things That's and true. i feel like i've i've allowed myself to get into the space of more embracing those things and i got a pedicure and it was nice and did I paint my nails? No, because I don't do that. That's too far. <laughs> but <laughs> I'll do it again. I'll so ask that's... later what that all entails. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, guys get pedicures too. Yeah, I know. But I like, haven't. But... It's usually a, f- a female thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. By the way, I, I hate when people refer to women as female. I don't know why that is. Like it boils us down to like just animalistic like verbiage. Is that weird? I don't know. I, I have to think on that more. I think it just <laughs> depends the context. I guess. What about you, Mike? Um, I guess I'd kind of be like abs where, you know, I think right now I'm in a good spot. I mean, obviously there's still stuff that I want to do in life. You know, I've mentioned how I want to go to medical school and there's that process. But I think in terms of where I am mentally, um, well, you know, I might have to backtrack that statement. Um, <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> not like, like I'm, I'm, I think I'm in a good spot mentally. I mean, like, you know, spiritually, I definitely could be better, you know, from sure, where I yeah. used to be. You know, I kind of mentioned that a couple episodes ago where my dad asked me, you know, son, You're why aren't you? Yeah, you, you used to study your Bible all the time. Like, how come you don't do that? And I noticed, you know, I don't pray as often as I used to. You know, I don't pray every day. Some days, you know, I don't pray except for food. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. So I definitely could be better spiritually and i think you know spiritually maybe like three four years ago i was probably at my peak you know just constantly in the word of god i see what you're saying um but i think like mentally right now um you know just come being comfortable of you know where i'm at and who i am and you know just accepting you know just the person that i am yeah being confident in myself i think i'm good in that you know and then i've like been able to accomplish a lot of things in the past couple years you know passing exams passing classes i aced my genetics final i took i had to take the class over but i aced it (laughs) i mean i didn't fail it the first time right you know i did you just wanted it but i needed an a you know Mm -hmm. yeah so i got like a hundred percent on the final bro like when is that's never happened to me i'm proud of you man that's sweet (laughs) so do you ever get that recommendation I haven't asked yet, but <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I mean, I'm don't worry. I'm gonna get it. I know I can get it. Like uh, I already talked to the TA. She was like, "Yeah, you, you can get it." Like, okay, it's, it's fine. just don't wait too long. Yeah, then the, yeah, no. The, the other like, semesters for, about to start. Forget me and screwed. stuff. Yeah, no. I think I think uh, I'm definitely. Um, I've asked one professor, but they haven't got back to me yet. But I've already asked other professors who are. Um, well, I asked one professor who I, she said she'll do it for me, and then. Um, there's other doctors that I've talked to, so no, we're good. good. Don't yeah. worry. Yeah, we are. Um, so as we begin, I guess I want to thank you all for kind of following us and for having been a part of this journey with us and the pursuit of godly dating. Um, we've uh, kind of been asking our friends and kind of see what they think about this, uh, and we've gotten some pretty good feedback thus far, which yeah, has been really yeah. encouraging. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, uh, I have a friend, she's here in Milwaukee with us. Uh, she said, you know, I liked your, here, this This isn't verbatim what she said, liked your podcast, Abby and Michael were great, especially loved Abby. That's right. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Girl power. <laughs> you know, Mike, 
I'm pretty good at what I do. <laughs> no, no you're good. You're good. You're good. Um, I also had some other people or somebody else tell me really enjoyed the podcast. I've been re- I've been eagerly desiring more really good stuff. Uh, and then, interestingly, a friend of Mike's and I from New York, she's like, "Is that really your voice in the beginning?" It's because you have a podcast voice. I don't have a podcast <laughs> yeah, you do. voice. I couldn't Everybody tell it was you. you. You got that that news channel voice comes out. <laughs> yeah. Good evening. And, then, and she's like, "I love this. I'm excited for more to come." So that's been really nice. Yeah. Have you guys received any feedback? Yeah, yesterday I was talking to a good friend of mine, and she actually told me that our latest episode, The Single Struggle, was actually one of her favorites. Really? Yeah, because even though she's married, she was able to relate to it a lot. And she said that... Interesting. Some of those struggles don't go away once you get married. They're, they just change. They look different. So mm. I thought it was... Mm interesting to see that it was resonating even with married folk and then Good just point. give you a new perspective nice nice might have you received any uh, feedback oh, of course um yeah from one of our friends that uh i think me and you know more uh i think you might know abby as well um but yeah, she's uh, actually gone to her house okay yeah <laughs> oh. <laughs> we're not gonna say any names uh yeah. but oh, I'm sure um, I yeah she uh she was responding to this last uh, podcast that we did um and she, actually this is from today and we were kind of discussing she was like yeah i uh what did she say here she she mentioned you abby of course um, <laughs> <laughs> she was like uh yes women get these questions more than men talking about um you know like when are you gonna get married and some of the impressions and she's like i think it's our generation's responsibility to change these kinds of conversation starters to create more wholesome interactions rather than focus on one's relationship status you know and so i thought that was a good point and then i um responded by kind of explaining well yeah you know i agree with that and you know i think because of the world we live in our grandparents they lived in a world where you get married right after high school right um you stay at home there's like you know the the patriarchal system yep. more and today that's you know not as nearly uh prevalent right and so i kind of talked about that and then i asked her um well she actually mentioned that there's a, a dating uh or no she said there's a singles day in asia oh yeah yeah, yeah. i was just thinking so about that, was that. because you, you mentioned last like time. that how oh i mentioned like how uh girlfriends uh are was it like girlfriend appreciation day national yeah. girlfriend day was yesterday um, <laughs> yeah. on the pot when we were on the podcast and then you were like oh we need a singles day and she was like yeah that's actually a thing in asia and i was like dude we gotta bring that to america Asians are always ahead <laughs> yeah that is true even in they're always ahead of us no i'm just joking but um technology right no so that was pretty funny yeah um but yeah we just had a pretty uh, good conversation on that and she told us how like in the asian culture um well in the filipino culture because she's a uh, filipino she was like that pda isn't allowed and that her parents were offended i cannot wait to get to that episode <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's gonna she be like, so she good. like her parents were offended when they were holding hands and or her and her boyfriend were holding hands and stuff like that so yeah. i mean that's just cultural stuff like yeah. you know mm-hmm. i don't i don't i don't you know that's just how it is but I don't know, but definitely topics and stuff to discuss, you know, in the future. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, every culture has their thing. 
No, it's true. We love all cultures here, all peoples. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, and I mean that's just kind of the, the feedback that we're that we've heard from kind of our closer friends and people that we know. But uh, we're also curious to hear your thoughts on kind of this episode and the podcast overall. So, you know, feel free to reach out to us uh, individually or on our podcast page, which is at thepursuit.bs. Again, that's T-H-E, thepursuit.bs. And, you know, once I carve out more time, I hope to get this video portion out because it just takes so long to edit the audio that, you know, just uh, putting this video portion out there. It's it's just exponentially longer, and yeah. I have a life to <laughs> to yeah. live along too. So maybe <laughs> what I'm thinking of doing is like just putting the uncut version on YouTube, and then just kind of let people play with that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be funny. That would be kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so if you are interested <laughs> in seeing that, you can I guess go on our website. That's bearstone b a e r stone dot com uh, forward slash the pursuit. Um, specifically the video part, we hope to kind of get out as soon as we can here. Again, I just want to reiterate the fact that in this first season, we want to lay down the groundwork uh, of us as individuals first, because a lot of the later topics that are spicier and you know more controversial, Mike was just talking about PDA, they hearken and they circle back to the individual life. So we want to make sure that we discuss the things that make us solid people so that you, me, Abby, and Michael can have a healthy dating life once you know we get the individual part of uh, our lives in order if that makes sense because uh, like i always say relationships are made up of individuals so if you want a good relationship if you want a good dating life be a good individual too so um today's topic uh again builds off of what we've been discussing so far we first talked about the benefits of being single uh after the pilot and then last week we talked about the struggles that come with being single, as well as kind of the ace in the hole that we have as Christians, uh, which is, you know, having Jesus there with us, um, that others just don't, meaning that our our single struggles can be totally transformed when we kind of internalize the fact that Jesus is always with us, meaning that we don't have to feel as lonely as, you know, people in the world might feel, if that makes sense. Today's episode, we're going to deal with uh, what waiting on God's timing and waiting on God and kind of what that all means. Um, this topic kind of, I, I feel, has the tendency to be rather ambiguous when talking about it. Waiting on God, God's timing, you know, what does that it's even mean? It's a very cliche thing to say. Yeah, yeah. but but, but what does it doesn't have any legs like? to it. Yeah, what does it actually mean? What does it actually look like? Is it tangible to yeah. say something like that? So like, and you know, some people even ask themselves, why am I waiting? Maybe God doesn't even have somebody for me. Or even while I am waiting, what what the heck do I do in the meantime? Um, so I don't know. How do you guys feel about said topic? Are you? Well, first, <laughs> oh, ladies first. <laughs> well, I thank you. Um, well, <laughs> um, I think this topic is super important because it's the foundation. You build off of it. Um, if we if Christ is our cornerstone. Um, knowing why we're waiting is going to help us in every other aspect. Um, but if we don't understand what waiting means, what it entails, then we have no purpose. We're kind of out here just, oh, we say we're waiting, but it's like we don't. 
a vapor in the wind, as Casting Crowns would say. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, my, one of my favorite groups. Um, yeah, no, it's very important, uh, you know, for me from a personal level because, you know, I, you know, I haven't been in a serious relationship, you know, yet. And so um, that that's kind of been told to me, like, you know, just wait on God and stuff like that. Um, and so I've I've personally had to, like, look at that in my own life and what does that mean for me? Because, mm-hmm. you know, it can be different for people, you okay. know, what waiting looks like. It's a fair and, point. You know, I've had to, like, reconcile, well, does waiting mean I wait for God to act? Or does mm-hmm. it mean that... Um, God is waiting for me to act. Or, or something like that, yeah. Because I've heard both sides of the, the coin here. Both can be true. Both or, can be true, mm-hmm. you know. So that, I think, you know, I think it's going to be uh, good to kind of get into that and you know i like i said before and i'll say this all the time i'm not a dating expert right i'm not like some coach or something you know mm-hmm. i'm just you know i think i have like you know i i'm comfortable with sharing stuff that i think's worked for me and stuff that people have told me and things that i've read in the bible that has kind of helped me through uh my journey and in singleness and yeah it makes sense and stuff like that so yeah it's definitely important i think a lot of people can relate to it no, I feel you there. To kind of, I guess, start us off on like the first main point here, uh, and I guess it would be good to establish the fact that it is both, you know, in both the advantages and the struggles of being single, God has a beautiful plan for every single one of us. Mm-hmm. Yes, so that's does. something that we cannot forget. That's exactly. something that has to stand in the middle, in the core, in the base of everything that we talk about dating with a purpose you know all it all circles back to the plan that god has for one of us exactly you know the pursuit isn't just about pursuing someone to spend your life with it's but also going after the best life that jesus has for us as people Mm -hmm. Um, that's a good point that's kind of why i chose the name (laughs) oh really yeah that was why too it had the the double meaning there too so what does bearstone mean uh bearstone is just the name of my of the production company um, is there a double meaning in that? Uh, there's no double meaning, um, but okay. I took bear from the fact that I have a teddy you're not, bear. You're not as deep as I thought. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it's a teddy bear. Yeah. Oh, and like, I feel like we know from scripture that God himself said in Genesis 2.18, it is not good that what? Man, that man should be alone. Everybody knows that. And, you know, that just lets us know that God's master plan has always been connection from the jump. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's part of the basis. And so the desire within us to date and to find someone and, you know, to spend our life with isn't just totally normal. It's in the core of who we are. Does yes. that make sense? Yes. Um, and, you know, what's interesting about even just saying that is the fact that <laughs> even though that's kind of the master plan, the Bible is chocked full of men and women who ended up single their entire lives. Well, you see, I <laughs> looked at that verse. Well, see, I was look, I was thinking about that verse today. Um, it's not good for man to be alone. He didn't say, because I think we always use that verse to mean like, okay, God wants us to be married. I don't think it necessarily has to mean that either. Okay. It, it could mean just like, now obviously Adam and Eve were the first humans and God wanted, you know, them to multiply but i think it could just mean like in whatever relationship because we know the that the godhead they're not alone but they're definitely right, not married right. obviously right you know but they're not alone there's a family up there so i think it's just like god saying you're not meant to be alone in like any 
like situation like a sense of community yeah there has to be a sense of community and what, what does the bible say do not forsake the assembly of yourselves right you know he wants us to come together mm-hmm. as a church family you know not necessarily you know just i don't know i mean let's go through the like, bible right so yeah. so we start with okay let's just name any prophet probably single <laughs> a lot. i was thinking no, of i think a lot of the prophets in the old testament are married okay, other than hosea name one Jonah was married, I believe. Well, it they don't. They mention. don't mention. They don't it mention a lot mention. of them. But I mean, it was it was fairly common that they were married. Like the high priest. But it doesn't talk about kids. it. I guess. It it they don't talk they about don't it. Talk about like it. Elisha doesn't talk about being married. No. Uh, yeah. Elijah. I mean, I mean, let's, also not married. There's like there's those, those are the major prophets. There was hundreds, that's what I'm referring to. I'm sorry. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of you know uh, priests. I mean, we're talking about thousands of years. Absolutely. You know? but like the biggest one is Paul. And yeah, of Paul, course, yeah. JC Jesus himself. Yes. Well, yeah, he yeah. wasn't married. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I mean, there's just a huge list, right? So I mean, I I, I didn't even mention John the Baptist, um, and you know, there's even uh, actual fewer examples of single women in the Bible. So I did like a small search, like, and the list that came up was about um, referred to women who either were married but then were widowed yeah. or something like that. But, think, but in terms of like yeah. women who had never actually been married before, uh, there was Rahab and Mary Magdalene. Well, Rahab, Rahab we know, was, was uh, married. It had, doesn't say. She ended well, up well, having she kids. Was, she was a... She was, you, know, you know what? I missed that part. See, so the list even was wrong. She Rahab's part of Jesus' lineage. That's so right. She's and she that's was right. also yeah. a... Yeah. <laughs> a harlot. A harlot. <laughs> that doesn't have of to course do with not married. No, I'll just play. <laughs> Slow down, Mike. <laughs> okay. But I mean, it doesn't, it, it doesn't surprise me that the list no. is small because. Well, women back then, they, you know, they, they didn't work. You know, it was just different society back then. Like, you needed a man if you wanted to survive. Exactly. That's why God told, like, you know, if if there's a woman who's divorced, who's divor- or not divorced, but if her husband dies, like the next of kin has to come and take care of her. And right. That, was, that would be yeah. very weird today. Yes, it would. But, you know, back then that was, you know, the thing. But also the way the Bible is written, you know, not a lot of women are mentioned. Because yeah. if we think about just Adam and Eve, we just, they just mention, you know. We have no idea who Lot's wife is. Like, <laughs> we just know it. It was Lot's, Lot's wife, wife, not even named. You needed lots of women to populate the earth. That's what I'm saying. And they're not. With that being said, that like, you know, a lot of the people in the Bible, including Jesus himself, was single. That kind of begs the question of what if then God calls me to a life of singleness as opposed to one of romantic relationships? I mean, I'm going to toss out an answer here. And I mean, it sounds pretty simplistic, but I mean, I feel if you spend some time with it, may- maybe it'll get to you too. And it's that he'll let you know. Um, he'll make it clear to you. Uh, I, I just feel you have to be attentive to his speaking to you and do the work that he puts in your hands. I, I, I would venture to say also that perhaps a good rule of thumb is to work on whatever God is calling you to do, to work on. And if part of that ministry is benefited and amplified by a partner, he himself will make will take it upon himself to make sure to give that partner to you. I like that. I think that's yeah. fair. I have something that maybe a little will probably counter that a little bit, but I mean, I'm kind of sure. on the same. And, the same you know, thinking. another thing to note here, too, is that, you know, whomever God does call to a life of singleness, that person, in, in my opinion, will have 
will with their own special connection with Jesus. And I would even argue to say that those, uh, what do you call it? Not are those in a relationship wouldn't necessarily be able to understand. Right. Because, you know, you're, you're just so in tune with God that I feel, you know, it's, People just won't understand, just like us who aren't in a relationship can't complete can't completely understand what it's like uh, to mm-hmm. be in one. Yeah. I mean, let's just think of examples here. Like, for example, um, John the Revelator, like he has an experience with Jesus that none of us will ever have, um, and that's you know, that's that's pretty interesting and kind of exciting. Yeah. Um, I also think I um, that God these people that are called to be single, like especially in the Bible, like Paul and John the Baptist, they had really big, they had a really big calling. Right. And a calling that needed their full attention. So um, I feel like that also could be a guiding light as to like, what is God calling you to do? Like if he's calling you to be a missionary in the Amazon, in the Amazons, where it's like, you know, super dangerous and, all and we're moving solo and fast and loose. It's super necessary. The odds, maybe that that could be you. You know, you'll be and single. And that's okay. And, and that's, that's more than okay. That's fine because your your life is going to be a fully of service. So I think in whatever God calls you to do is also gives you a clue as to whether you're going to need a partner or not. Agreed. And um i want to know just again that that rule of thumb regarding you know that the original design of us being in relationship i i I would say makes the fact that as abby was alluding to that most of us do fall under that banner of that original design and those of us that don't with that huge special calling uh i feel that they won't experience any loss of quality of life or or loss in quality of ministry especially as it relates to fulfilling their mission and their personal ministries here on earth. I don't know. Yeah. I, so the point I want to make, I don't think God calls people to singleness. Like I, like there's nothing in the Bible that tells me that. Now we do know there's people that were single, but you know, the Bible tells us uh, specifically, you know, what he's called us to do. And he's called us to one, be like him mm-hmm. right that's uh i mean you can read romans uh eight chapter eight it says god is god has called us into the image of his son right yeah. first corinthians i think chapter nine says he's called us into fellowship with jesus christ um first corinthians what i'm sorry that one i don't have the exact um verse i'm just kind of like i just know what's I there. See what you're saying <laughs> but um you know and in second timothy um chapter one uh, talks about calling us into a holy calling and you know that kind of goes to preaching the gospel because then right after that paul's like now i'm a preacher and a teacher and everything so like god mm-hmm. you know he's called us to you know preach the gospel to be like him and i think that is uh irrelevant whether you're in a relationship or not now i think there's levels to this there's levels to it but you know i don't think because we just said that God said he didn't want man to be alone, right? He said yeah. it from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And then he told Adam and Eve to be fruitful and multiply, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, we know many of the priests and the prophets, like, they all, you know, a lot of them had families. A lot of them married and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, I just think God, you know, he kind of works with us where we're at. You know, and I think that yeah. if you have a relationship, God can use you. If you don't have a relationship, God, God can, can use, use you. you. You know, there's no like special person. 
Now, that being said, Paul does make statements. He's like, if, you know, you're in a relationship, your life is going to be or Different. more towards that, right? Instead of mm-hmm. towards the ministry. ministry. And we kind of understand why Paul's saying that because he was single, right? Yeah. But then he also says, if you want to get married, just go and do it. Yeah. <laughs> right? Don't be waiting yeah, around. Don't be burning with passion. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, um, like at least from what I've learned, I feel like God, he's like any good father, right? Like first and foremost, he wants us to be like him. He wants us to preach the gospel. But, you know, whatever you decide to go in life, like, I think mm-hmm. he will support that because he says, you know, what what's the verse? Where you I decide to go or where he bids as you go? As long as it doesn't, uh, like, lead you away from him. Like, for instance, like, you know, I want to be a doctor, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, I also, at a time, wanted to be in aviation. And I still do, you know. But you you know, I want to have a career. Man. Yeah, I want to have a career as a doctor. I can still get my privates, but, you know. Yeah, the we've reason been meaning to do that for a couple of years, but it's kind I'm, of expensive. I, it's, it's not even that. I just, I can do it. I, I'm going to. Don't worry. It's going to happen. I just love flying. But, like, heard it let's here just folks. do it next year. Yeah. Let's just book it next summer. It's happening. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, I feel like whatever path I wanted to go, God would have supported me in that. Because the Bible says, but he says, whatever you, um, whatever happens, God can use it for good. Right? Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, whether you all become, things work together for all good. All things work together for good. So, whatever you know, you're, I'm a doctor or whether I'm a pilot, whether I'm a relationship or whether I'm not, God can still use me. Yes. Right. So, you know, that's how I kind of think. So I, you know, I don't like saying God has called us into singleness, but it kind of sucks because a lot of people have been single their whole lives and they're like, well, maybe I'm just supposed to be single. But I don't, I don't think that's the case. I just think like that, I mentioned, like, I feel like God will let you know specifically. Well, like it's not just something you coast into. I don't think there's like one right answer. Honestly, because okay. there's just so many different examples in the Bible where, you know, we've mentioned that God used people who were uh, single and used people that weren't, you know, and there's people who were from all types of different backgrounds and he used them. I just think, I don't know, I just, I just think that God... I get what you're you know, saying. Yeah, you kind of get what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, like, I mean, I think... Because it's more fluid than yeah. just a one-answer question. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, we live in a sinful world. So right. yeah, that's what it's I was not, gonna say. It's not. There's a lot of different answers. There's too. a lot of different answers, yeah. and you know, it's just hard because, like, for us, we we're in Wisconsin. There's not a lot of Adventist people here, like, uh, like relatively speaking to like California or whatever. Yeah. I feel like if I was in a different state, like one of those states, we would have probably found somebody by now, or mm-hmm. maybe been in a relationship. At least there would have been more options, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas here, there's not so many. So yeah. obviously, you mm-hmm. know, I I think God's original design is for men not to be alone and to develop relationships Uh but god has lots of original designs and then sin came into the world right exactly and then he had to pivot or at least become flexible and work where we were um you know sinful creatures exactly so then like for example back to so like for example like you know uh, there's there's examples of like men having more than one wife god it his original design is not for us to have more than one partner but you know god allowed it he works with it it. so um there's a really strange verse sorry like there's a really strange verse like when david um like gets caught with beersheba right and then uh prophet samuel comes and like tells him like you're the guy david in the Mm -hmm. (laughs) the story yeah what about it 
And then um, what is what is uh, Samuel tell David? He's like, dude, David, if you wanted another wife, you could have just, just asked, asked me, bro. Me. Just ask me. Isn't that <laughs> I'm crazy? like, what? God, you would have gave him another wife. I'm like, what? I mean, Ellen White talks about this, and yeah. um, I. I can't paraphrase because I haven't read it in a little bit specifically regarding the multiple marriages, but she talks about how God kind of like, like begrudgingly kind of worked with them through that time. Yes. Because they, uh, the Israelites took that custom from the heathen. Mm -hmm. Um, and then God's like, oh man, okay, now I gotta, not only do I have to deal with the heathen with this, but now my own people are dealing with this. Mm -hmm. So now, so now he's dealing, you know, with double the weight, whereas had his people stuck to the original design and original intent. Um, we, they, we wouldn't have had issues, uh, and they wouldn't have had issues that, um, you know that they did have yeah. eventually mm-hmm. so um, and i mean i don't know if we've clarified on in the father podcast was ellen who ellen g white is oh good copy um she is a prophet um who we believe god gave her special messages for the church and she has written over what 20 20 plus she's the books most translated she is the most translated female history. author yep written books like desire of ages who was you? The book was used to influence help the, the, the chosen TV, series, the chosen series, yes, which is really the popular. Set that on it, video. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's believed that her book Desire of Ages is the most complete, yeah, the most biography, biography of, of Jesus, Jesus, which is so awesome. For sure. those who don't know, that's who Ellen G. White is when we refer to her. And 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 just to put in here, um, even she said herself that any of her writing is considered lesser light. Yes, meaning that. No matter what, the Bible trumps, you know. Trumps um, her yeah. every time. Every single time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Although, mm-hmm. to date, no one has found anything that she has said that has contradicted Scripture. Yeah. Praise mm-hmm. the Lord. And I just want to add um, one more thing on, well, before we move on. Yeah, as um, you kind of segue into the, your portion. Yeah, because, you know, like, that's something I struggled with. Like, you know, well, how come I'm still single and everybody else isn't? You know, or everybody, not everybody else, but a lot of people, you know, or at least that I see on social media, and we kind of talked about why we kind of should not always like on social media, but <laughs> you know, it, it's important to realize that, like we said, we live in a sinful world, and this is how I cope with it. You know, we live in a sinful world, and so that means like life isn't always going to be fair. Like, yeah, it's not. Yeah. Like, you go to Hebrews, God talks about His people. Like, these are people who love God. He said they never were at a place of peace. Like, if you're reading Hebrews, He talks about these people were constantly living in fear of death, like constantly having to run and hide. That's crazy. You know, and they died mm. without mm. receiving the promise. But he said that, you know, they definitely like received it in the life to come, right? It's right in Hebrews, uh, I think chapter 11, where it talks about the Hall of Fame and favor. He, either Hebrews 11 or Hebrews 12. It's Ele- one of my favorite parts uh, 11, yeah. of the Bible. Yeah. And so we just got to understand that life isn't fair and that following Christ is going to make, you know, life on this world harder at times and i think a lot of times and so i think it's good to like like also understand that but it's also good at the same time to like remember to just trust in god and like his plan for your life right and he's because god says a lot of things he says like if you want something like just ask me right and and we ask that's real and then you know we still have to wait yeah but you know are you trying to you know 
are you are you worshiping God? Are you like, you know, trying to live like God because you want something from him? Or is it because you truly love God? And I think that's like something we have to like all reconcile and like try to understand. You know? Agreed. And so everybody's life is different. You know, some, you know, like situations are different, you know, but, you know, whatever you do, you know, just like you just have to trust in God and like understand like he wants you to be happy. And mm -hmm. So that's kind of how I've dealt with you know, being single and I, you know, from what I've read in the Bible and stuff like that. So if that makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Good. I was going to ask you guys, do you think you're meant to be single? No. No, but I'm okay. I mean, I'm just I am. am, you know, it's just, so my, it's just the way it is wait, right wait, now. Wait, wait, wait. If yeah. you, if you never found anyone, would you be okay? <laughs> no i mean like he's like i don't i don't believe I currently don't, i don't I mean, know i don't want to look into the future i'll say that i don't want to get into um hypotheticals you know because because you just don't know you just don't know you yeah. know like i don't want to be like man if i don't get this then i'm leaving god or something like that or you know my faith will be i just want to live day by day what I, what about okay. you b I don't think I'm meant to be single. No one is. I don't think nobody is. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't think anybody is. Like, the Bible I, says, like, no it's man not God's is supposed original to be alone. plan. But for me personally, I think I see myself married. When it happens, I don't know. If it doesn't happen, that's fine too. Because, like, you know, that person could die. You know, <laughs> and then you're screwed. Have you ever? <laughs> have you ever heard? I can't imagine what being widowed would be like. Oh, that was, it's terrible. It's got to yeah. be so scary. And even divorce, I mean, it's likened done to death, too. So mm -hmm. it's not, I yeah. don't know, it's hard. You ever heard of uh, some evidence? I've heard there's before um, by, you know, guys and girls. Like, man, you know, I don't want the Lord to come yet because I haven't experienced, you know, Sex. having a family. Yeah. Yeah, having yeah. being married or I've something like it. that, right? <laughs> Have you ever thought about And I'm not going to lie, I've been there, too. Yeah. But yeah, then but I think... But when I think about that now, these days, I'm like, man, that is a very selfish thing to say. And it's well, not only that, like, just think of it numbers wise. There's so many things you can't experience anyway. But like marriage is something that I feel like most people will one day experience or like, you know, most, having yeah, the majority, yeah. some intimate relationship with mm -hmm. someone, you know. Um, but I just feel like when you look at the rest of the world and the stuff that's going on, like, OK, I'm going to hope that jesus doesn't come and you know prolong people suffering because many of the world suffer for the sake because of me his children yeah, children die starve to death every oh day my gosh. there's people being like murdered there's people suffering through diseases et cetera, and cancer et cetera. And so i was like that, yet, put it, that put it into perspective i was like man yeah i shouldn't think like that man god should come <laughs> right now and i mean god trumps marriage like exactly we we think the marriage is not the end all be all heaven it is the isn't. It end all be all and exactly. that's where we're going to be perfectly happy and perfectly joyful and perfectly exactly. at peace um so, so it all, again it all like goes i back said to that mindset. in the beginning the core is about living out the exactly. beautiful plan that god has that's for us. what we need to focus ourselves on uh, or focus on okay more, here so. now let me ask you this just just, just as an aside um do you, have you met anyone who you feel God has told them to to stay single? Because none of us, no, said, neither of us, no. I've had said friends that, say you know. that, like I, maybe I, I just thought, I had one friend say that, 
And then the next year he he, he, got, he got engaged. <laughs> he said it. He was single. <laughs> and we and you know who this person. I, I'll tell you later. But yeah, and now he's married. He's got a kid. He said it from a here. Just say the name. Like, maybe I'll, I just, I'll, I'll blot it out. Huh? Just just say the name. I'll blot it out. Okay. He used, oh. to, he used to tell me <laughs> yeah. that. Uh, you know, Mike. Maybe I was just meant to be single. I think there's just no one for me. Yeah. And see, then, then I feel like that despondency can lead to feeling like oh god meant for me to be single mm -hmm. but I, god has despondency not. does not equal god wants me to be single no, no it does, does that not. make sense you just have to realize we live in a world that sucks <laughs> as beautiful as the world is in other areas the majority of it is terrible you know so it's just makes like sense. you gotta we have to remember that and we have to remember what our calling is god has called us to be like him and to spread the gospel get as many people to have a knowledge of Christ as possible so we can all be saved eternally. Like eternal salvation is the main That's thing. That's the goal. And he says, when you seek the, uh, the kingdom, right? And you seek his righteousness. He all says, these all those things will be, be added, added unto, you. unto you. So it also goes back to trust. Yeah. Agree to agree. There we go. I think personally, I think God makes a lot of things simple. And mm -hmm. I think God, like... I like I don't see why God wouldn't make certain things simple for us. And now like I'm not saying like you, there's give, life give choices that are hard. Like something that God makes simple. Well, just like just to how anchor to, the how, how to how to reach him. Okay, Prayer. yeah. Or mm -hmm. um you know, how to, to him as a friend. Or who to date. Like he literally tells you like well, don't be unequally yoked. The Bible says in Psalms it's thy simple, word not is easy. a light unto my feet. Light onto my path. Light onto my path <laughs> and a lamp onto my feet, right? So the Bible is supposed to guide us in our lives, right? And the Bible says the the, the word of God is is good for what? Everything. Reproof, instruction. Mm-hmm. And like, other stuff and that, other stuff that I can't <laughs> quote directly off my head. I told you I haven't been studying the Bible as much as I used to. But there's still the principles are still there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Ellen White, she makes the statement, and I forget where it is exactly. I, you know what? I need to do a good job of studying so I can say these things and people can go look back at them because I just be saying stuff and I can't quote where it's from. Bring okay. it there. I, I promise you, it's there. Um, but yeah, like, also, yeah, if anybody, like, because we kind of um, earlier before we started, we talked about, you know, what people commenting or saying and stuff like that. Please send questions and comment. Like if there's something I said and you want to quote from it, you know, just like ask away. Or clarification. Or on clarification. Something. Yeah. Like we have the Instagram, the website. Can you can we comment on the website? Yes, you can. So, yeah, just go there and you know, we'll get back to that and like probably at the next podcast, hit it up. But um, anyway, Ellen White, she makes a statement. She says... Um, Oh gosh, my brain is leaving me. We'll get back to that. Yeah, we'll get back to that. Okay. <laughs> It'll come back to me. Um, Something that I was going to yeah. say, though, is when discernment is a lot of the times we pray for stuff we know that God already said. Now that now Like I we try to convince him that it's a yes. L.O.I. says when people struggle. <laughs> that the truth. L.O.I. says when people struggle with um, like a certain like sin. a certain thing or like a certain principle in the bible or like you know the 10 commandments or stuff like that she says when it comes down to it there's always a love for sin that's like the that's the basic yeah, issue yeah, yeah it's not yeah. like that's what it always comes down to like, Blows down to yeah, yeah when, when people are like oh you know i don't know maybe the bible says this or when they try to like you know 
do this and that. Like she said, Try it always negotiate comes, negotiate. It always comes down. Like when you're looking at a, a guy you like and you know he's not we're really Christian. good at that, aren't we? Yeah, <laughs> we're really good at it. We do it all the we time. Rationalize. We rationalize. Like I I'm gonna put myself out here, you know. I I be struggling sometimes on Sabbath. I'm not gonna say sometimes all the time. <laughs> with <laughs> with 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 my phone and looking at sports. Mm. Yeah, like that's I literally be watching games on the Sabbath sometimes. I'm like, why am I doing this in my head? I know I'm not supposed to do that, mm. right? Yeah. But I'm a sinner, and yeah. so that's yeah, and we think me, we're pray smarter than God, and that we can convince Him, yeah, because you know we're pretty savvy, and it's like, no, <laughs> like He knows yeah, that 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 kind of reminds me of um, another quote by Ellen White, where 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 she says that. Prayer doesn't bring God down to us. It brings us up to up him. To so in other words, when we connect with God, it brings more like our him. part, our, sorry, our hearts and our desires in tune with his desires, mm-hmm. right? So the more that we um, connect with him and the more that, that we kind of reach out, the more in tune our thoughts will become mm-hmm. um, so that there's less negotiation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then you kind of see things from God's perspective too, where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, okay, I, like, I see where you're coming from. So now, not only do you, you know, explicitly say don't do X, but now I don't even want to do X. Mm-hmm. Makes sense? Yeah. Um, and so just kind of to like, you know, before like, we get into your points, um, you know, I believe personally that God makes it simple because, you know, the word of God is what's supposed to guide us in life. But then what also happens when it's maybe not so simple, you know, like if you're married or you're dating someone and they are equally yoked, Mm -hmm. but then maybe down the line or there's like some skeletons in the closet that may come up later. Right. Yeah. How do you discern that? You know, I mean, like, like how, how can you, because let's be real. Most marriages they don't last unfortunately and and they're for multiple reasons you know most relationships don't last you know people start off really great and then you know but there's like stuff secretly that you may not know about them so that's how do you why it's so how important do you, to build a base yeah that's why it's important Christ. to do that yep and so how do how can you discern that if like everything they're showing you is good but then you know away from you there's some there's somebody else I think that's why it's so important to pray for discernment exactly. and for God to show you because God is the revealer of all secrets. Mm-hmm. And even though you Pretty might you might that. not know what the other person <clears throat> is doing, mm-hmm. if you're with solid with God, he's not going to let you down. Exactly. He is not going to let no you make a decision. He's not going to let you make a decision that's going so to harm you without warning you exactly now if you choose to keep going that's on you but he's gonna tell you specifically because you're his daughter or you're his son now do you have examples of that maybe in your personal life Um, or in the bible where god has you know like spoken spoken to you in a way yeah that was um well to me not personally like verbatim well yes actually um when I was canvassing and it was my senior year, I was worried because I didn't want to go to college in Wisconsin. And I'm also poor, so I wasn't going to know out-of-state college. And um, one night, I remember I was I couldn't sleep and I was praying to God. I'm like, God, like, where do I want to go to school? But I don't want to. I don't want to stay in Wisconsin. And um, he actually brought up to my mind. He's like. 
Antillian College. And like, that's a college I went to in Puerto Rico. And I hadn't really, I don't know anything about the school. Like, it just, it just like came up to my mind. And I feel like that's how God kind of like talks to Placed us. Placed it there, yeah. He places thoughts in our mind. So I feel like that's one way I've seen that God like has led me and spoken to me. Does that happen to you guys often? Not as much. Um, I remember, so one of my good friends, and I mean, these aren't like relationship stories with a girl. I have to think maybe harder about those. But like one of the most like resonating stories I've had in my life was um, in the military. So um, I like the Friday night. So I go usually to train on the weekends once a month. And it was February. So we were in-house or, you know, we didn't go out to the field and blow up stuff this time. We were just dealing with like medical stuff, medical stand down. Boring. Make sure. Uh, shoot, we love them. We didn't have to be outside. We didn't have to be sweating. Look at you hating having Mike's over here. Glory. Oh, yeah, man. We got to stay at the hotel. Yeah. Context. Man. No bombs. Yeah. No, no, no. Not in the no cold. No pain and suffering. We just got to be, you know, chilling and stuff. So, um yeah like the previous night while well, before i drove up uh there there was a week of prayer at wisconsin academy which is uh the boarding high school here and so Kurt, um <laughs> one of my friends uh curtis he um let it out actually <laughs> and it moves me to pray the night before to you know allow god because at this point in my in my unit i had no like real like friend with i mean i was friends with people but i had no like person that i could really connect with because none of yeah. them were christian mm-hmm. none of them yeah. were devout and so i'd ask god i was like i prayed i poured out my heart to god and, and i told him i ended it by like saying um god can you give me someone to talk to you about tomorrow and, and after very that very specific very specific and then after that went uh to to uh my unit and then uh well i went you know into the hotel and then the next morning showed up to my unit we all uh you know, checked in, we all did our morning formation. And then I went to sit down to wait to go in to see dental. That was one of the parts of medical. So they got to check your teeth. They bring people in to check your teeth. So I sat down. Uh, that was the first thing I did after formation. And then uh, another person, a guy sat next to me. And the very first thing he said to me, you know what he said to me? Tell me, Mike. He was like, so are you a Christian? <laughs> wow. And immediately I was like, Thank you, God. And we had a discussion about my faith. That's wow. awesome. And me and that guy became best friends um, pretty much from that point on. He was in a different um, squad or different platoon. And lo and behold, it worked out where he was able to come into my platoon. Like they mixed up the platoons and he got sent into my platoon. And we were actually in the same squad on the same gun got to train together for the rest of my career and i was in wow. his wedding that's awesome and yeah dude man it just worked out amazing and god answered my prayer like that that's amazing so so god can do stuff like that you know mm-hmm. and he does still yeah. do stuff mm-hmm. you know yeah, yeah. he could have sent you know anybody could have came and sat next to me right mm-hmm. but he sent that guy to sit next to me and to talk to me and i was like you know, and bros, and, and his name is Bros. <laughs> I'm sorry, but he's a great guy. You know, nice. devout. You know, he's not perfect. He has his problems, but you know, he's devout. He, he, he I think he wanted How to go into. He? I think he wanted to go into pastoral ministry at a time. Okay. Um, but yeah, he's a he's a cop now. But uh, he's married. He's you know got a kid now, and you know he's doing wow. good. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Um, what would you guys say? Like, would be a sign um, that God would like give you a green light 
for someone, right? Because we're talking about praying for discernment. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, what, like, what would you guys say would be like a, here's a green light that God's, you know, saying yes to this person. And maybe you don't know, right? Cause you guys haven't really dated, um, like that. But, um, do you have any ideas? I think for me, a green light would be inner peace. Um, where I feel like I'm like I'm getting along with not only am I getting along with this person, but I'm not second guessing things and we're both actively um seeking God and that inner peace I think would be an inner green flag. I think that's true. How about the contrary? Like a red God, flag? Mm-hmm. Oh, um And not just the obvious they're not in the church. Or they're not spiritual or something like that. Well, like I a, mean, like a non-obvious red flag that you would feel like God would like would tell you personally, he ain't it. Yeah, because I mean, there's just things or we can't see. It. God knows the heart, right? There's just yeah. things we won't be able to see. Like they could be good on the surface, mm-hmm. yeah. Right? They can be preaching and doing all the stuff that me and you like to do, whole sway and, <laughs> and yeah. still be still be uh, not good. I mean, I feel like for me, uh, a red flag that I come from God is um, if I pray about the person. And um, so, okay, so I'm usually like an easygoing person. Like I can, I like to look at the good attributes of people. I can be friends with people mm-hmm. and be like, people be like, oh, like, you know, they're toxic, whatever. And I'm just like, well, we're cool, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so good. I feel like for me, um, if I pray about that person and all of a sudden um, God, like God opens my eyes and I start noticing little things Mm. that before I wouldn't have paid attention to. Um, I feel like that would be clear to me just because of the fact that I usually try to humanize the person and empathize so much that if it's becoming clear, it's because it's because it's, God it's gone is, through so many barriers and like yeah like gates that you're like okay something like one time I I prayed about someone and um and then it's like I'm like God if it's not for me it's not for me like show me and like it's like you open my eyes and it was like the next day like I just saw all these thingies and I'm like thank you and I walked away <laughs> <laughs> like it was it was just that simple for me yeah the same thing happened. <laughs> Uh, shout out to Benny, <laughs> the fourth <laughs> member of the yes. podcast. Uh, I would say the same thing happened to me um, in my previous relationship where um, there were some things I wasn't paying attention to uh, as well as I should have. And then once it became clear, um, it was like impossible not to see anymore. Um, and what was interesting about that was the fact that like he he also made it stupidly clear in ways that I was being um, uh, like a terrible boyfriend uh, in some areas and stuff okay. like that. So it was kind of like a like a double-edged sword that he's like, listen, she's not good for you. I've made that clear. But guess what? You're not good for her You're either. You're not good for her either. And, and that's going to be okay. So here's some things that we have to work on. And I was like, <sighs> okay. Yeah. Uh, no, and <laughs> Here I, we go. I think that's important to realize that no one's perfect mm-hmm. you know i think we kind of kind of mentioned that earlier about you know expectations and stuff like no one's perfect right but for me yeah because like everybody you know they're you know they're on a journey with christ mm-hmm. 
-hmm. you know everybody still has there's a lot of people with skeletons you know there's a lot of people who struggle with things on a daily Mm -hmm. like we know that from the bible right like tons of god like god frame people like david honestly did one of the worst things i've ever read in the bible (laughs) killing a man for his husband in a sneaky way couldn't even be a man about it and tell him like had to like (laughs) you know do what he did um but I remember a pastor from camp meeting came one year um, and he gave his testimony. Um, um, I think he's in Michigan right now. He's a pastor over there. But he said that um, he prayed for God to remove anything in his life that is uh, blocking him from him or keeping him away from him mm-hmm. or getting in between him and God. Right. Mm-hmm. And he said he prayed that prayer. And he said that's a dangerous prayer because God will do it. Yeah, he will. And so for him, like, (laughs) it was, um, so he said, like, the next day he went, like, uh, I guess in his living room or something. I might be getting the story wrong, but um, not terribly wrong. But, like, he said he went in his living room and then, like, the TV fell down and broke. Wow. (laughs) That's a clear sign. Right? And so, like, he um no i think it was his phone he said his phone dropped and broke and so he got a new phone note to self and then he made the prayer again and then the phone broke again (laughs) wow yeah and so for him it was his phone that's what he realized eventually okay maybe i'm spending too much time on my phone (laughs) you know maybe there's something on my phone or you know that that's causing me to be separate from God mm-hmm. and God caused it out of his life. So I think we can do that with people. Now, not saying God will like obviously hurt people. I see what you're saying. You no. know, but he can remove people out of your life or cause you to be moved somewhere out of your life. Agreed. So, you know, it, that, you know, that can go for a person you may be interested in. All of a sudden they just drop off the face of the map or off the face of the earth, mm-hmm. you know, or something happens where they just don't have time for you anymore. Yeah. Um, doc, what, what, what would you say? Like, um, actively waiting looks like like what should we do in the waiting season as you know we wait on god and his timing for you know our for that season of our lives yeah so i think the main thing obviously is um reading his word like michael said in the bible it says thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path so the bible is our is our guide Right. So in our waiting time, something that we can actively be doing is searching the scriptures, reading those stories of people who who had to wait. Mm-hmm. Um, like, for example, Joseph got put in jail for two years unfairly. He had to wait two years. That sucks. But OK, maybe he didn't have a Bible there, but he obeyed god every step of the way he was loyal and everything that he was given so um reading the bible i think is a very active step praying purposefully for that person and for yourself what do you mean by that um um like praying like lord like I pray for my future partner, you know, where he is, what is he doing, what is he struggling with. Lord, I pray that, like, you help him in that time and you make him to the person that is 
compatible with me and you and you create and you make me a person that's compatible with him so like actively praying for that person so that in a way that's also kind of claiming it in faith that it's going to happen and kind of what you mean by making them compatible is not just like are you saying god has a specific person for you i think that's not necessarily what she means it's more no. along the lines of like um you know if we're you know make me the kind of person that would you know be happy mm-hmm. yeah with, with the other person yeah. that's, that's, that's that, what i mean that's one of the interesting because we obviously know you know god we have to be that yeah. person too right yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because yeah. i think there's more not just one person in the world is meant for you because what mm-hmm. if that person dies are you screwed you know yes. um, <laughs> <laughs> so, poor mike <laughs> so so that's why it's like you know a re- you can create a relationship with anybody it's all about spending time and creating that relationship together and getting that green light from god like we were talking about earlier yes even though i mean this happens this 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 has happened to me where like you know i have really good chemistry with this woman and you know she's great she's adventist but i still like don't get the green light from god Uh and i can't pull the trigger i just like i know deep down that if i do i'm gonna be in deep doo-doo um and and with know. with that Deep <laughs> with actively praying you're actually working on yourself too so just how you're praying for god to make you into a person that's adequate for that other person um you got to pray that god you know helps you take inventory of what is it in my life that is a barrier like for example that story you were saying about that guy and his phone you know mm-hmm. that's a barrier so we got to take inventory with god's help of what is it in our lives that could be harming that and actively work on that for example like if you drink or something or if you're addicted to porn or whatever we those are things that god wants us to work on actively while we're waiting with him right and like we were mentioning you know in early in, in an earlier episode Working on that is not going to be linear. Mm-mm. You're going to go up some days and you're going to go down, down some, some days. days. And the point is, is like you, being single, we can take advantage of the fact that we don't, you know, we don't, I mean, I don't want to say like, like we're not accountable to anybody, but the fact is like, you know, we, we don't have that extra judgment from somebody else who's counting on us to, to not be where we are. Does that make sense? So like, for example, if I were to be in a relationship and I struggled with pornography, that's not something, that's not somewhere I would want to be in a relationship. So might as well, and not just might as well, you should deal with it now so that once you're there, it's, you know, it doesn't affect the other person Yeah, too. well, yeah, yeah. Because if you're struggling with pornography, you're just going to have many relationships or many, <laughs> many problems in your relationships. Like, yeah. They're not yes. going to be successful. It just, it, it changes. It just, it mentally puts you in a very bad spot. So definitely yeah, want to fix that or and, anything you struggle with. Yeah. And I think even from the stories of the Bible, like these people that had to wait on God, um, you can see that they lived to bless others. They mm-hmm. weren't focused on the waiting. Mm-hmm. They were focused mm-hmm. on their mission. Mm. And that, you know, you got the story of Ruth and Boaz, right? Ruth, Great story. Ruth was doing her part. She was being loyal to her. To Naomi. To Naomi. And by being loyal and, you know, doing what God gave her and put in her, Tino stay with her, mm-hmm. she, she found her man. You know what I mean? Right. So it's just kind of like 
going out there doing what god has you to do trusting things will Mm -hmm. be added yeah and then you brought up joseph exactly joseph started off as a lowly servant boy right did a great job honored and glorified god ellen white she says that that boy he was punctual I love how she mentioned mm-hmm. like Joseph, like, you know, he, he was detailed, like he was just everything he did, you know, it was just good. And, you know, the house in Potiphar's house, like Potiphar's house, it worked better than any time it had ever worked. And it actually mm-hmm. led them to contemplate, like, who is this person's God? Like, you know, they, they started to look at the Israelites better and their God higher. And then obviously got thrown into prison and all that stuff, but he still stayed faithful. He still honored god in his work and his life and then what happened god gave him status and he still got a wife Mm -hmm. and got kids and got to see his father again and reconcile his brother so like and his testimony spoke higher because Mm -hmm. his the wife of potiphar lied exactly and potiphar knew potiphar knew he threw him in jail because you know to not embarrass he should have killed him actually exactly. that's what uh the spirit of prophecy says like he should have actually died and even according to like their customs like he's just a slave you cheat on my wife mm-hmm. you're dead exactly but because potiphar he, he, he knew. knew like his his character because his is, character yeah. yeah and the type of man he was and how he never stole from like he let that he let joseph have everything like touch everything in his house except his wife yeah right? like his money his personal stuff right he let him control everything so that that's a huge lesson for exactly. us you know like seeking god so much that he lives in us and is exemplified in our character so that when people mm-hmm. try to talk bad about us mm-hmm. or tarnish who we are they won't pe- have anything to hold on to yeah they mm-hmm. won't have anything to hold on to and people will be like yeah i doubt it you know like mm-hmm. so yeah and I that's mean, something that you know i think i struggle with and we all struggle with just yeah you know, trying yeah. To i think it's a constant person. struggle yeah but i feel like if every day we yeah. pray to god about it he's mm-hmm. he's working on us every mm-hmm. day and then your life will lead you to those goals you want agreed mm-hmm. i mean it reminds me of psalms 37 4 which says delight thyself also in the lord and he shall give you what the desires of your of heart, your heart. Mm-hmm. that's awesome in other words it like i mean i just love how the old testament and the new testament just kind of reference you they're the same the mm-hmm. they're the same that's that's so they lovely say the right? same because thing. jesus just, said the same thing you know? what is it jesus was an old testament preacher what is it that they say the old testament is a promise made and the and new testament a is a promise, promise kept. kept so it's like they Absolutely. go together i don't get why they all had these new testament churches this is no <laughs> any other uh things that we should do while we wait um i think mike you got anything before i say nothing? um anything? i mean I mean, you kind of like hit it on the nose there. I mean, like for me, yeah, just continue to work where God, you know, has you placed. I'm not sure if that's a Bible verse or if Ellen White says that. Uh, says what? Work where God has you. You know, like mm-hmm. wherever you are in life, just um, be comfortable with that. You know, yeah. And yeah. Allow basic, you know, yourself yeah. to grow where you're at, and then. You know, allow people to come in. And sometimes, you know, when we think about waiting, you know, I feel like, because my dad, he made a good point to me one time because we talked about this. Um, he, like, he told me, like, you know, God, you know, he's not going to, like, leave you, you know, out there, right? He, he's, he's got your back, right? He's not mm-hmm. just, hanging. Yeah. You know, and he's like, you know, because I'm like, man, well, God hasn't, you know, he hasn't sent anybody. And he's like, oh, how do you know that? 
are you sure he hasn't sent anybody? And then I think back on them like, shoot, man, maybe there was some girls that <laughs> that were there. That, that, that you just fumbled? And that, not that I just fumbled, but maybe because I desire something <laughs> else. <laughs> I desire something else that wasn't for me or I was attracted mm. to something that I should have really been attracted to. Yeah, what about that you? That I completely missed. Yeah, actually. That could happen. I mean, was I talking Be to you or somebody else? Well, before you go there, because remember, <laughs> I keep bringing up the same girl that hurt me recently, right? <laughs> like, yeah. there were girls, I believe, or not even, the, not this girl specifically, but I know in the past, but because there was a girl that I really liked, I completely ignored other amazing girls. And then I look back on it, and I'm yeah. like, man, I was really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> if there was a time to ever just rewind <laughs> my yeah. life this would be the time but, but you learn from you it learn, you learn and you're a better yeah. person because exactly. of that so that's another thing like if god sends someone and you don't want them that's is it you, really his fault that's why you always is should it, be yeah. like prioritize being in tune with him mm -hmm. yeah so and that you don't miss that I think one way we can actively wait because so then you have the topic of like, well, should I be on a dating app or, you know, mm -hmm. like you're waiting for God, you're praying about Can't wait it. For that episode. But then it's like, well, should I be going on a dating app or like my brother, should I be just traveling everywhere, you know, putting myself out there? Mm -hmm. And something that I saw in a video that really resonated with me was that we're all in different chapters of our life. And that depending on the chapter where you are, it could be a proactive chapter, but you could also be in a waiting chapter. Um, like for example, like Ruth and Boaz, like I mentioned, Ruth was proactive. Like, you know, at first she didn't even know she was in Boaz's field. Mm -hmm. And then she learned that he was there and it's like, she was very proactive and she showed like intent. But then you have Isaac, Isaac and Rebecca. Isaac didn't do Jack. Jack. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, he didn't do squat. And, uh, you know, it was his, his parents that, you know, they sent someone to look out there for Rebecca. And what was Rebecca doing? She was just living her life normally, being, you know, um, being who she was, who she serviceful. was, exactly serviceful where she where God had her. So it's like you see Ruth and Boaz kind of like a proactive story. And then but you see Isaac and Rebecca kind of like awaiting it just happened kind of thing where yeah. like you have your Completely parents. Completely different path. Yeah. yeah. So it's like right now I can be in a path where I'm like, I'm not proactively in a dating app or going out there, but mm -hmm. more working on myself. But then maybe a year from now I'll be ready. God and will I lead me to be more proactive. He'll show me what to do to put myself out there. I think, and that's valid and both ways work, right? Because both were, good marriages and um, i mean i think specific like referring to the dating apps i mean i think they can be a useful tool i, I agree um, it's just the fact that in adventism we don't really have a good platform that people actually like and take care of um that's something that i personally want to work on as part of you know this mm -hmm. this project uh to make something like that um so like because i feel like if something like that existed where you know you have um like a like, like a legitimate beautiful platform that prioritizes young adults, um, and I specifically want to kind of cap like uh, what do you call it limited to young adults, just because it's kind of for them. Yeah, um, I feel like it could really be a blessing, um, and like you know how I mean I I've never opened Hinge before, but you know Hinge has like re these really cool prompts. I feel like if we could do something along those lines mm -hmm. um but with you know a christian adventist twist to it 
it could be really amazing. Um, yeah. And not just that, but the fact that like just connecting with people across the country, like I've been traveling a whole lot, but unless the church has a really good website with pictures and social media, I have no idea if there's young adults there. So mm-hmm. I'm in New York and I don't know which church to go to. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'm in New York and I'm not sure which, go, which church to go to that has, you know, a lot of young adults because i can go to a regular church that my mom's friend who always hosts us goes to but there's not young adults there so i mean i'd rather prioritize going to a church that does but now but since there isn't that um i can't really do that i mean loma linda is just kind of i mean okay first of all we know about advent hope because someone we know goes there goes there had we not known her i don't think we would have known about advent hope right and that's Oh, it's so frustrating. Well, I mean, we're in Wisconsin, so I don't know how much we would. And I think that's why. Well, that's the point. I mean, if we were in, if we lived, if we like like, lived in Louisville, just because we live in Wisconsin, that's not that's not a like a, in my opinion, a good enough excuse for us not to know other Adventists across the country. You see what I'm saying? I get that, but you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's nice. I think the idea is really nice, and I think it could be helpful. But while we don't have it right now. Um, we got to remember, God has more than a thousand ways to do things, and, and more just than a like, thousand ways to provide. Exactly, and just how like Rebecca was in her normal day to day, and someone just showed up. There weren't guys at the well, you know. Maybe and guess what? The servant wasn't the guy either. Exactly. But he knew a guy. He knew a guy. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like if you are who you are, and you're true to who you are, and you're with God. Yeah, sure, you know what? You might show up to a church with a whole bunch of viejitos or like old people, but guess what? Maybe one of those grandmas has a cute grandson or a cute granddaughter. Yeah. Say that word again. What is that? Uh, No, not old people. Viejitos means old people. I was like, what? Yeah, she circled back. (laughs) So I guess what I'm trying to say is like, even though we don't have that, like at the end of the day, it kind of pushes us to trust in God. Yeah. Because if we did have it, then we could just rely on it more. Because like, like it'll be it start, easier. It start to lean on it, yeah. more than leaning on leaning God. on God. Yeah, yeah. And I think like you made a good point about uh, you know going back to the dating app thing about you know like the people, and I think that's uh, a, a a a point that should be stressed. Like because even if you have a dating app, people could still like just not message you message man <laughs> like yeah what's wrong with us yeah i mean i would kind of want like to do a bumble component to where yeah like you like you can see friends and but also like there's a dating part yeah so yeah. like well, like specifically something that came to my mind was like if we go to um gyc mm-hmm. where people can check in and be like hey yo i'm like, here i'm here let's like this is the kind of stuff i'm interested in or i found this one was interesting let's all link up and go to this one it's yeah. like there isn't that happening so if you want to meet up and meet friends if you're in the middle of i don't know wyoming but there's still young adults in wyoming we just don't, don't know hear where they are exactly um i want that to be accessible and then if you are interested in the dating portion you can go to the dating portion of the app too yeah i, I think I, it's a win-win yeah i think so too and um I think you should work on it, and if there just, are any donors out there who want to... I agree, but again, <laughs> people you, have, you need a platform so to talk to. I know, even so, if, but even if they have the right platform, I feel like... It, it's... At least well, it, people I mean, need to learn how to talk. Like, tagline because was, I've heard is people, the app to, like, designed to be deleted. I know. So my thing is, I, 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 I want this to be the app that's designed to take things in person type yeah, situation. Yeah, I get that, but I mean, I've known people who even use the 
I know you don't like them, but I, I met with a woman uh, who came here to work a few months ago, and she met her husband on one of our dating apps. Even though I know you don't like them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I've she told me like they too. were like very intentional. The guy sent her a Bible verse. They said hello, and then they started sending Bible verses back to each other. And now I love that. I they love got that. married. But they, they were so they were, they were much older. She was Thank on you. a second marriage. Thank you. you. Thank you. If, if a girl it, sent you a Bible verse, Mike, would you be like, "Hey"? Yes. What if you <laughs> yes. didn't like her? Yeah. Huh? What if you didn't like her? So I mean, like her. Eventually. Would you be excited? I would be like, "Wow, this person's well, really I mean, nice." I mean, if it's a Bible verse, like a net, like you know, from like uh, Psalms. I mean, like Psalms. that's not how she introduced Wait, no, 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 herself. What's that's what I mean. Sure. Sorry, I mean, we're saying, go for it. If I, if, I, if I got a Bible verse from uh, Cantar de los Cantares, I'd be like, hey. With the Songs of Solomon? I'd be like, hey, you know. It's like your smile is like, you know, like a flock of sheep or something like I'll that. I'll take that. I your will hair take that. is like camel's wool or well, something. Well, I'm glad you noticed. <laughs> yeah. So I guess how I could see that. Um, what would you guys say that would be like some good takeaways? Um, for people to kind of understand and get a grasp on when it comes to waiting on God's timing and things like that. So I mentioned first, you know, that um, it's the core of all of this is pursuing God's plan for our lives. And that, you know, for some of us, the the minority of us, I would say, you know, that are called, that are called to singleness, okay, you know, pursue that 100%. Pursue whatever God has for you a hundred percent um but you know just know that um whatever god has you doing um in this time like abby was saying do it well because somebody who you might meet at a well at a church or at you know mm -hmm. a um what do you call it a um a passion project or mm -hmm. an outreach situation either they might be the one or they might know someone that might be the one mm -hmm. yeah what other advice would you guys kind of give um, to somebody who is kind of struggling in their waiting season right now? I would. I, I mean, uh, sorry, just to cut you off there. I mean, I, I personally would say that um, just to kind of uh, just reiterate the fact that to lean harder on God, um, I he doesn't tire and he doesn't get bothered with our requests and, and, yes. and our leaning on him for support and for um emotional you know like take like like take on our emotional baggage so lean on him harder because you can't you know you can't yeah. tire him you can pray about the same things over and him. over yeah and 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 he'll give you that peace that surpasses all understanding sorry abby uh continue good job this way. <laughs> um okay so something a, a key takeaway is to remember that waiting um for god does not mean he's not doing anything there are so many things behind the scenes that he is doing that you have no idea. Mm -hmm. And that if he only saw, mm -hmm. you would be astonished. So I love that. Kind of like that. Good way to give, give that perspective of like, God's doing a lot for you that you don't even know. So trust that. And trusting that um, we are going to have those lows and highs, like you were saying. And I think a good way to work on that mm -hmm. is to kind of like establish like a crisis plan. Um, mm. And like, for example, mental health, um, you, you create, you help your client create a crisis plan of like, whenever they go into a panic attack or something, they have a crisis plan of like, this is what works. Go down the list until you feel better. So like, it's a really good way of doing things. So then like, for example, like when you're feeling like 
in despair. Um, write out your little crisis plan of like what prayers you can pray, what Bible verses you can claim. You can and, you know, you might sound kind of crazy, but like go down that list until you feel better. Because God's going to help you feel better. Amen. So I feel like that intentionality of having that crisis plan or um, trying to have intentional prayers of like, let's say you're traveling a lot and you go to a church, you could have that intentional prayer of like, hey, God, I'm, I am looking for a partner. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of young people here. Um, guide me to someone I can speak to. Kind of like how Amen. Michael said, like, how can I talk to someone about God today? Like, guide me to a young woman or a young man that... You know, he might, we might not click, but he maybe has a cuter friend. <laughs> Amen to that. We're always looking for something better, are we? No, I was no, messing I'm, around. All, I mean, I'm trying to say Mike. I, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Mike, any uh, last, last uh, words of advice? Yeah, no, I was just, you know, kind of going off of what Abby said, you know, about how you know, we don't see everything that God is doing, right? And mm-hmm. the Bible says we see through a glass dimly lit. And, you know, Job, you know, is one of the most interesting, hard to understand stories in the Bible, how, you know, God just allowed him to go through <laughs> all that he went through. And then when Job complained or was like, man, God, why did you allow me to be alive? You should have just like let mm-hmm. me die as a kid. And then mm-hmm. God's was so like, dramatic. Well, I mean, he had reason to be dramatic. I think, yeah, come at on, least, at, I don't mean, hate on Job. No. We say, we say, we would be like, you know, oh, well, yeah, we wouldn't do that. But I mean, like, we would do it too. But like, as humans, we're just so dramatic. We just we go are, to death right away. We are, we are. Let we we don't trust God, but I mean, like, Job went through a lot, and God still was like, yeah, Man, Job, were you here when I laid the foundations of this world? Yeah, like, mm-hmm. were you here when I put the stars and the constellations in place? Like, do you even know about the treasures in the snow? Like, God was just laying it out for him. And he Job put him like, in his place. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, Job was like, yeah, I don't know any of these things. And so Job was like, you know, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord, right? So I think we just kind of have to have that mentality, you know, because we kind of talked about how earlier um, we live in a world that is sinful. And now everything is going to be fair. And many of God's people lived lives, read it in Hebrews, read it in many places in the Bible, but I point it to Hebrews because it talks about God's people, how they were always hiding and, and always, um, you know, in fear of their lives. Um, but yet they stuck to God and, and they got the reward. Right. And so that's like the main thing to focus on is like our calling. You know, I said, you know, and I still believe, I don't believe God has called anybody to be single. You know, I just be- I believe God has called us to, well, the Bible tells us what God has called us for to be like him and to spread the gospel. And so once we like work in that framework and in that mindset, the Bible tells us like everything else, you know, it can be taken care of. But, you know, seek first the kingdom of God and all these things shall be and all these things and occupy your mind. We always get depressed and we always get down on ourselves when we like just sit Mm -hmm. and like think. Right. Mm -hmm. If you're constantly like at work, if you're constantly about what the Bible says, like. He, he tells us to um, think on what these things like things that are pure and holy, yep. right? If you wrap your mind in stuff that is good, you're not going to have time to like be thinking and looking around at other people, right? You're, you're, you're just going to be focused and you, sorry, you won't be allowed. You won't allow your mind to go there. And if it does go there, you can, you can, you can regroup. Yeah, you, can you can regroup. regroup. You can regroup. Uh, however many times yeah. it takes, right? Because there's people that do struggle with mental health. We do health, struggle. Yeah. And, um, 
sometimes they're like, well, I do all of that, but I still struggle with it. So it's kind of like mm-hmm. some people just have a harder yeah. struggle and it's kind of like you just got to regroup every time, every yeah. time. And, and so, you know, and just the last thing I would say, like, you know, yeah, if you want that relationship, pray about it. Go, go for it. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have to sit around and wait. You know, I explained in my life how, you know, where I'm at, I got to be, you know, kind of taking care of stuff first and then I can do other things later. But, you know, wherever you are in life, whatever you want to do, you know, just trust God. And you know, if you want to go get that girl, go. <laughs> go get that girl, Mike. <laughs> Amen. We shall see. Uh, how about we uh, yeah. finish up with a word of prayer? Let's pray. Father in heaven, Lord Jesus, thank you so much for giving us this opportunity to just sit together and talk about your timing and how you make everything beautiful in your time, Lord. I pray that in this time of waiting for us three, I pray that you help us seek you first and live to bless wherever you may put us so that whenever that boy or girl comes along, we will be ready. Um, and you will be by our side so we can take that next step. I pray for every listener listening as well, whether they be in time of waiting or not. I just pray that they seek you first so that you will be continually guiding them in every step of their lives. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thanks for spending some time with us in The Pursuit. We hope you were able to feel seen, heard, and maybe even learn something new. In our next couple episodes, we'd like to talk about how to best handle the mental health aspect of preparing yourself for a relationship and how it affects your dating life. It's a rather deep subject, so we'll trust you to traverse it right along with us. meantime we love to hear stories on your experience of waiting on god and his timing you can do so and tell us a little bit about it on our social media channels at the pursuit.bs that's t-h-e pursuit.bs or on our website at bearstone.com forward slash the pursuit that's b-a-e-r stone.com forward slash the pursuit You can find prior and future episodes wherever you listen to podcasts, as well as on our website, where you'll find exciting bonus content we'll be releasing very soon. Speaking of bonus content, if you've made it this far, you're the first to know that we're starting a new series in addition to the regular episodes in the coming weeks, and we'd love you to be a part of it. Like we mentioned in our first episode, finding single Adventist young adults is hard enough already, and not having a place to connect makes it that much harder. That's why in this series we're looking to sit down and spend a moment with some Adventist singles and hear why they're single, their experiences in dating, and learn about what makes them unique and special. We're calling the new series, Why Are You Single? With this series, we hope to learn from the experiences of our guests and also provide a platform for you, our listeners, to encounter Adventist singles you otherwise wouldn't have. We'll start first with the three of us telling before unheard stories about our undating experiences, why we're still single, and in what we're actually specifically doing about it. 
you'd like to spend a moment with us and tell us about why you're single and, you know, just chill a little bit, hit us up on Instagram. We'd love to hear your story. You can, again, either do so on thepursuit.bs or individually on Instagram as well. Who knows? The right someone might be listening. A special thanks to Attractive for making this episode possible. Attractive is a web firm that specializes in making and maintaining peeling websites for Adventist organizations. Whether it's your local church, junior academy, conference or camp website, Attractive would be more than happy to make sure you're representing Christ in an attractive way. You can find more information at itsattractive.com. Again, that's itsattractive.com. Thanks again to Attractive for making this episode possible. We appreciate you spending this time with us, and I hope you'll join us again soon. Cheers. Cheers.